0: This is Future 2 Bright Eric Taylor. And I am the blonde blur Mikey Montgomery. We are the bullish trend, the Bitcoin boys. That's one word with an I and a capital Z at the end, and you are listening to Wrestling Cheers.
1: Taking your way in the world today.
0: And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of last week's show from AIW, AIW 3D. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by midwest territory please rate review and subscribe your ever list fine podcasts whether it be apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in youtube spotify iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music or podbean wrestling cheers.podbean.com find us on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose as our wrestling cheers at com. Like I said, this is a review of AIW's AIW 3D. Already introduced myself and just got Charlie this week. Just me. Just you. So uh, this show wasn't exactly what we previewed.
2: (laughs) No, it changed a little bit uh, from what we previewed, but I mean, the, the general structure was still there and we got a lot out of it for Absolution. So overall, it was worthwhile. So... Two matches weren't announced yet,
0: uh, and one match that we previewed didn't happen at all. Both competitors weren't cleared, and a complete replacement match was put in, so that just threw everything off. Nonetheless, still a still a pretty stacked show. How did it come off on IWTV?
2: Uh, the first half was very quick. Um, everybody was like really happy about that. I remember. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna take like a thirty-five minute break for for the intermission." So then it was kind of waiting around for that to come back on, and then you had like all the uh, uh, more heavy featured matches um, in the second half uh, that were all a lot longer. So then it kind of made its way to the to, to the ten o'clock mark. So
0: yeah, looking up at cage match, the only or the longest match in the first half was the first match yeah other than that like two well two of the shortest matches were also in the first half which combined total runtime is under two and a half minutes yeah um i like shows that kind of can run that quick um i don't think anything was too long and it was almost set up to the point of literally the two longest matches on the card of the last two matches and right yeah. f- rightfully so like If those are short matches, it feels horrible unless there's like a reason for it being short. And if like some of the matches previous to it are some of the longer, if not longest matches, then it it feels off balance. So, yeah, I think if you kind of look at a lot of matches in AIW that the main events normally do go on the longest. I mean, with Gauntlet for the Gold 15 and Cybernetico de Mayo being back to back like those are two very long main events in themselves, but nonetheless, like, it's almost always the longest match on the card, and yeah, rightfully so. I know there, like, in the venue, it was a little hot. Like, I came from work, and the only thing I, I changed was my shirt. So, like, I wear, I wear jeans at work, so
2: I, I was wearing jeans here, and it, it felt pretty hot. Well, they probably cranked the heat so that you felt like you were at the beach, so... <laughs> You had the beach balls. You had the 3D glasses. Uh, they had to crank the heat uh, to uh, make you feel like you were at the beach. I'm sure there was, like, a pool set up somewhere for Shark Boy to be, like, uh, swimming in, like he used to do with those New Jack promos. They have floaties on and stuff. It's great stuff.
0: I know with that intermission being so long, like, I had to go outside. Like, I normally don't do that for intermission, but this one I felt like I had to. Like, A, I wanted to take some stuff out to my car and I had a great, I for- totally forgot to grab my power bank that I brought with me and my phone was getting really low on battery. So I had to like make sure I grabbed that. But yeah, like I stayed outside just a little bit longer just because of how, how hot it felt on the inside. And it's kind of beneficial that we're not going back until October. So like weather's going to be typically a little, little bit cooler, especially too. I this is not like, I think it's late October.
2: I think mid October. Cause there's so much in, uh, august mm-hmm. like that show in september that's it and then it's like october 1st is at the in akron again and yeah there's like nothing until mid-november again or something that's pretty late going into the the fall season which is fine with me
0: i mean if i'm correct i don't even think that show the october show is on the original aiw calendar that was released oh no it was it, yeah it's the end of october was there another at the end of october too yeah that's what i thought it was at the end uh yeah the 27th wasn't there one in september
2: oh shit yeah there is one in september i was gonna say that's like literally the only thing in september so i was like all oh, right, i get september off because i can't go to thursday shows so
0: okay same premise mid september starting to cool down it should be all right starting to cool down you might get some hotter days but it'll be a little more pleasant at least we're not going in there in like the middle of
2: august if you work at the Winchester Somerset, crank that heat for him anytime. There's an AIW show. Got to be hot in there.
0: I hope you drink no water <laughs> at the Bill Afonso tournament. <laughs> what does that mean? Because I can't say that the heat will be cranked up more at that show.
2: Yeah, it's probably going to be hot. Anything outdoors is I gotta watch. Like that's there's potential to to get too overheated. So
0: I've done a few outdoor things this year and I've not put on sunscreen and I have yet to burn <laughs> like the, like the, the annoying stinging burn. Like it's just like regular parts of my body that normally like, cause I'm now out at work a lot more that like my arms and my neck and my face, like they'll burn a little, but like it's not one of those things that they sting the, for the next day or week or something.
2: Oh, I got the sting and peel burn uh, waiting in line for Gargano. So but all that time I spent outside talking to you and waiting in line, uh, yeah, got me pretty good. So I had sting stinging peel on my neck for like the week after. Fun times.
0: Yep, none for me. And I did the LVAC shows, pretty much living outside. Uh, I did a festival in Kent where I was, you know, outside the whole day. Nothing. I'm bragging about this, but then I'm going to get fucked like at, at one you're of these outdoor shows would,
2: man you're gonna it's gonna get you
0: well probably the bill alfonso tournament in rager more alfonso tournament i might be i might throw on sunscreen because that's like yeah that's gonna be some direct sunlight
2: yeah i remember getting burnt at uh rager uh, not the last one but the one before for rager four i got burnt on the top of my head that's why i wear a hat and my, and my neck i think because of the on, so on where we were standing. So,
0: all right, let's get into this card, this show, and uh, we started off with one of the matches we didn't get a preview. Starting things off with nine to five coming out first two versus the Heritage, formerly known as the Von Englands. Uh, I've kind of been told why they they changed it. I don't know if I should publicly announce it. I'll just throw this out there. Um, maybe not AIW just anywhere. If they wouldn't have somebody join their group, they would need a different moniker because th- X third person can't be fucking a von England. So, I mean, together Sydney are the von Englands, but they're sticking with the heritage. So I, I wasn't necessarily told anywhere that that's going to happen, but that just makes it easier just in case that comes down the line. Makes sense. From what I've seen of the von england's I'm I'm a fan. Uh and it's something like we know. We know Summer. We well, know. Well, no, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna say this, and it's something that if you're anybody like this that I'm about to say, I give you appreciation because there's somebody else that I've mentioned this for. They have so much like different gear to where for me it stands out. The person that I kind of compare them to Someone else who happens to have a lot of different gear and what she likes to do is also like do a lot of different things with her hair, color, length, whatever. And that's Ziggy. Like you could take five different pictures at Ziggy at five different shows and odds are like they're completely different looks. And I feel the same way with the Von Englands. So it's that one small thing that I'd kind of know. It's like this was new gear. Does help that Sid makes gear. But, uh... I like that. And in conversation that I had with them at intermission is like, they can go to a lot of these other places, OCW and whatever. And they can definitely do this. Like we're from England thing. Not like it's a shtick. It's, I mean, it's, they're actually from there, but, um, that doesn't work in AIW. Can't necessarily come and be like, I'm from England and have us like hate you for that so
2: i like that i don't know we got a, we got a pretty patriotic crowd at the uh the winchester the, the last show that they were on there was usa chance the whole nine uh, i think it was against bulking uh season yeah so <laughs>
0: i think it's because it was against bulking season and if if they're gonna make to be look like faces you put them against nine to five because who the fuck is rooting for nine to five
2: I don't know, man. You seem like you're a fan of 9 to 5, so you you could be rooting for both of these teams. Since since when? What do I say (laughs) that's pro 9 to 5? That you really want them to bring out donuts. You think that that's really great for them to bring donuts. Just you want them to do things. I I don't know. I wanted Matt Hackle to bring donuts to uh, Tailgate
0: that we did years ago, but didn't necessarily like him. Man, that's a reference that's going to go over a lot of people's heads. Who the fuck is Matt Hackle? (laughs) That's uh, a throwback uh, But anyway um, Like I said we did not get to preview this match But I I did enjoy it uh, Any thoughts you have on the match?
2: I thought it was fine I, I, The one thing that stood out to me was that uh, um, Brian Carson used correct pronouns for Eden So that was that was surprising to me But I did catch that on commentary
0: That's very good for him I know that's something that I struggle with not like I do it on purpose. It's well, just, it's just thinking, I, I I know a lot of stuff about Carson. Yeah. I know yeah, that's
2: I, why I was surprised.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> I was why. like,
2: oh, really? Okay. All
0: right. That's why I said good for him. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like patronizing, like, oh, good for him.
2: It was like, oh, good for him. Cool. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> maybe I, Carson I was, is afraid I of was, Eden. I was surprised. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, should be some respect there. So,
0: all right. I would, I mean, I say this a lot, but I'd I'd like to see more from the Von Englands and AIW, especially Sid. Being able to see Sid other places wrestle, like, he's good. He can do a serious style, but he can also do comedy. And I feel like he, he got to show a little bit more of himself during, during this match. This was, uh, like I said, in my opinion, good, good place to start for the show. It was uh, Lewis Linden making Sid tap to pick up the win for nine to five move on to the next one. This this, this is a fun one. Uh, a, this match was not very long. And also, go, to go with that, I don't like it when people get unannounced for shows and I don't exactly know their Twitter handle because I'm sitting there when I do my live tweet shit, I have to be like, well, fuck, what's your Twitter handle? Like, who are you? Luckily, this time I was sitting close to Caden, which was like first time in a long time. And I asked him. He didn't technically know it off of his head. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I was trying to, like, search it. I did end up finding it later. But uh, it was Anthony Young versus Isaiah Broner. Literally for most of this match, which wasn't very long, I was sitting there trying to find his fucking <laughs> Twitter handle. And by for the time I... sure. Yeah, by the time I... I'm, I'm particular on that sometimes. Uh, but by the time I finally got the tweet out, like the match actually ended like seconds later. <laughs> so like if you were just following just on Twitter, not reading everybody else's tweets and everything, but just like the wrestling Here's Twitter, this match was like 15 seconds long. If that uh I mean, it actually was uh, a minute and 27 seconds according to Cage Match. Any thoughts on this uh extremely short match. Not even the shortest match on the card.
2: Uh I laughed really hard when he uh started giving him chest compressions after he was uh pinned that was really funny
0: uh i I like anthony young uh just from the little the very little bit that we seen (laughs) um yeah broner killed it quite literally i would i would like to i'm gonna have to do this between now and absolution i might go through all of broner's matches here in cage match uh that are aiw and write down the, the lengths now, the multi-man matches will be longer, so I'm not going to include them. I want to count one-on-one matches, and I think they're all fairly short. I'm curious what the longest one is.
2: Uh, It's got to be either him and uh, Suzuki or him and... Uh, yeah, uh, Suzuki will be um, long. Kingston. Kingston, his other match with uh, Manders was pretty long. I mean, it'd it's be one of the main show, like his main bigger matches would definitely be one of them but they were all very very good
0: yeah manners was longer what's sad is uh not every match has like a length on it granted like literally the last match that wasn't live on IWTV do you know what it was and it makes sense Mm, was it I don't remember
2: I thought it would be an Akron show
0: but no well that was (laughs) if gauntlet didn't go on live uh, Rager, last year, so that makes sense, which, which which means Rager probably won't be live either this year. I'm guessing.
2: Like yeah, it's that. not on the schedule. Yeah, but all three days, all three shows for Jay are.
0: Well, that won't be on IWTV, and neither will uh, the Bill Afonso tournament. I'm guessing because also you know, Nightmare on Elm, North Elm Street last year, because I'm looking at like said like cage match, like the the shows that weren't on IWTV were that show, the Geekfest show. Obviously, the oh, I, Nor- Nor- I was Kansas. so
2: confused. I thought you were talking about a Broner match that wasn't on, uh, that wasn't no. televised live. Oh, I'm like,
0: no, no, no. I was talking about just
2: uh, AIW <laughs> AIW shows. In okay, general. yeah, that makes sense because I was trying to think really hard. I'm like, he wasn't on that fucking card. Oh no, there, there was your <laughs> five.
0: There was uh, a Broner match that wasn't on IWTV, and that was against uh, the Weirdster at Hell on Earth pre-show match.
2: Yeah, that was pre-show. Yeah.
0: I'm have trailed off in two different questions because, like, I was going to say, like, like there's no time length for that. But looking at
2: stuff that uh, Jayhawk was there, there's a time length if you want it.
0: <laughs> I'm, well, I mean the on cage match, but anyway,
2: um, he 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 was the wrestling cheers official timekeeper, so I think it should count. Well, he
0: he didn't send the results into us like he did for. I'm sure
2: if you asked him, he will send you the results for that match. I'm sure he could do that. He's got his notebook somewhere with that match in it.
0: Anyway, the shows that weren't on IWTV last year were Nightmare on North Elm Street, the four North Canton shows, the Main Street Festival shows, not like they were just separate big shows, so obviously those don't make it on IWTV and then Ranger. Other than that, like, iw has been pretty consistent on being, like, streaming live, and even before going all that, the last non-stream AIW show, Hey Yo. Yeah because there there's a lot of the shows like in 2018 2019 where they were going back and forth from non-streaming and Fight cuz like Jay Yeah L-
2: cuz they were they were on certain shows with other companies that yeah
0: like Slumber Party Massacre was on there obviously Jay Weekend was on Fight Bobblehead Night was on Fight Bad Boy for Life was on Fight AW it's too cold outside and then yeah obviously uh, the two Indianapolis shows were on fight. And then since then, it's been mostly just streaming on IWTV, which is which is great, but we will have some interruptions of, oh, does that mean Absolution's gonna stream live now?
2: Yeah, yeah it's listed as live.
0: Okay, not that it wasn't, but like what they were saying with Tadmore now with fucking the gauntlet for the gold, it's they've kind of proved that they could stream, even though they streamed there last year too
2: yeah they keep forgetting like the, or they had trouble like getting the wifi to work one time and then they're like oh we can't do it and then all of a sudden they're like yeah we can it's just
0: I mean it's better than depending on who
2: shows up and if they want to do it is what it is Robles makes it happen so
0: it's better than uh, do you remember the Absolution that they streamed live the first one that they tried to stream live I don't know if it was the first thing they streamed live I want to say it was the second it's either Absolution 7 or Absolution 8 and like streaming at that time, like the early 2010s, bad idea. I don't remember if they were on GoFi Live or wh- where they were at. I just remember the Absolution one, like the temperature being so hot in Turner's Hall, like they were having trouble streaming.
2: Yeah, Turner's was super hot and super cold and just terrible all around. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the temperature do, do was,
0: place. whatever the temperature was outside, it was more in that direction it was hot, oh, it was hot. It was really hot in there. If it was cold outside, oh, it was really cold out inside. Anyway, we've spent more time talking about this fucking match. ten more. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Broner pinned Anthony Young for the win and then tried to revive him. Let's move on to the next one. Philly Collins versus Arthur McArthur. If I'm correct, this was the first match... Featuring Aaron Bauer on commentary.
2: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Was this as bad as people some people make it out to be?
2: He just didn't know anybody. Like he hasn't been around. So like he he played like the the dummy that had no idea. Like he remembered names, but like had no idea what was going on for the most part. Like it was his first time doing commentary ever for AIW. So like had zero clue on the product, which is fine it's whatever like it he still just kind of did his thing and you know wadsworth handled it perfectly wadsworth took over and just directed everything kind of well i thought it was fine i didn't think it was super terrible or anything but it didn't distract from the matches everything kind of flowed fine i didn't really notice anything glaring that made me go oh i need to turn this off or anything so that's fine thoughts on uh arthur versus philly I told you they're gonna come for blood. Like this yeah. was very much not the the, the fun loving Arthur MacArthur. He came for blood and he did his thing and well, you know, he got himself caught up, but you know, he, they they definitely proved that they're not here to play games right now. They're they want they want blood, they wanna eat the shit out of Philly and Marina, so I mean we're getting blood at Absolution, right? Probably. And at least a couple matches, main event. This. Well, I,
0: I meant I meant I meant this match. Of, <laughs> like be- between these two, like there's definitely going to be blood. Like if we didn't get it here, as in these two teams, but if we didn't get it here, we're going to get it at Absolution.
2: Uh, there's definitely potential there. I think uh, they always kind of deliver where they need to. So honestly, I don't have
0: a lot to say about this match except for like it does get me excited for the Absolution match, and same thing with uh. Later on with Eric
2: and Chuck, yeah, it did its job. It got us. It got, like I said, it did it got us. All of this stuff got us salivating for for absolution. That's what I figured it would do, and it did a great job of getting everybody pumped for that. So
0: to see where bulking season have come in the last like two and a half years, like a little bit pre pandemic to now, it's a it's a big difference, and I I I love that they're in the spot that they are for absolution if you got nothing else it was uh philly pinning arthur by holding the ropes for the win i knew there was going to be a win between these two matches where someone was going to squeak it out
2: yeah that that uh that may have made sense like you kind of you know you figure there'd be a cheap win in there somewhere so
0: do now that i'm looking at the uh, picture of after the match do do we want to talk about the referee that had like the 3d glasses on for the first fucking half. <laughs> I think he, I don't know if he took them off in the second half or later on in the second half. I didn't, I didn't notice that one. I'm like, Oh, he doesn't have him on, but he has
2: I think Arthur told everybody to put them on at one point when he like knocked Philly into the crowd. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I, I do think he did. I, I wanted to wear mine, but those are like some really cheap 3d glasses. Like I'm not complaining about the quality, but like I got a big head. And those are kind of, those seem to be meant for people that don't have as big a head as me, and they like, they just wouldn't stay on, like, that long. Like, if, if I moved, they would, they would come off. They'd fall So, yeah.
2: Um, That's a fun gimmick. That's all. That's all it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not, like I said, I'm not complaining about it. I thought it was uh, pretty funny. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. Another short one. The Weirdster versus Pretty Boy Smooth. Officially, the shortest match on the card at forty-one seconds. Uh, thoughts on PB
2: uh, beating the shit out of Weirdster? So I have a notebook full of thoughts on this. Uh, it's <laughs> going right. to take me about forty-five minutes to get through. So let's get started.
0: A second-by-second second uh, breakdown?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Re- reviewing so, the f-
0: reviewing the film one uh, one uh, frame at a time.
2: Yes. Uh, so you know we got the the weirdster starting off in the weird ball, which and then, uh, yeah. uh very very smart of him though, because like
0: that's like his biggest defense, being able to like get himself in that and be like you can't get me out of it. Unfortunately, if I'm correct, PB has a little bit of history with the weirdster, so this wasn't a first for him. So he he was able to get obviously get him out of it. You have more notes?
2: Um, no, I, I was. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I mean, it's what I expected. The only way I thought Weirdster would have won
2: is if Broner came out here, and he didn't. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Him coming out and and causing PB the match. That'd have been fucking funny. Because everybody's just like, oh, you know, PB's going to fucking smash him, and then fucking (laughs) PB would have lost to Weirdster. (laughs) Holy shit, that would have been hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be... That would have been great, but like we'll
0: get to later what happened. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of kind of where they went there. Yeah, it was a uh, PB pinning weirdster. Also kind of like posing over the body during the pin. Let's move on to the next one. Riley Rose, who needs to go back to his old theme, or his short-lived March theme, versus Big Tuan Tucker, versus
2: TKD, versus shark boy personally shark boy hit a stunner on riley rose so i was gonna say personally watch out for it and he still he still he still got bit i i enjoy (laughs) this
0: intensity from big tuan it's it's like a part of him that we've always seen but mostly out of the ring and now we're, we're seeing just a little bit more now that he's come back
2: I know you want to focus on on big tuan uh, as he was your pick to win but uh can we talk about shark boy eating ass chair <laughs> sure, go ahead talk about it yeah he he got up in there and uh he ate some booty in front of everybody how, how was uh that experience for you being there live seeing shark boy eat ass live i'm not gonna go into <laughs>
0: it per se uh but it made me laugh at ringside with michael porter because of a an old aiw joke we have something that he might have yelled at
2: the duke at one point like there's no king shaming here like if you were turned on by it it's fine (laughs) you could tell you could tell the audience nobody here will king shame i don't
0: i don't king shame especially when it was michael porter fucking 20 god i want to say 18 maybe 2019 yells at the duke hey duke let me eat that ass (laughs) the look the Duke gave him was like in complete shock and he was just lost for words. Had nothing to say. It was something that was like after the match actually I might be able to pull it up. I know exactly when it was. It was at um, the first Akron show with uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So yeah, it was 2018. Fuck. Long time ago. Enter the Dragon. Where was the Duke on that card? Oh, he had the, uh, he had the interaction with with steamboat damn looking at that car that's a that's a different aiw so yeah like me and uh porter were always like joke about that so seeing (laughs) like shark boy do that it was like yeah duke next um anyway anything
2: else from your notes uh nope um no i mean this was kind of surprising i I didn't think tuan would win but you know he got he got the win i was very very shocked did i pick tuan you did because i'm a very smart man uh, I believe uh, the correct word is Goofy. Is what he calls you.
0: That is my favorite original Disney character. I love Goofy, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this: um, I don't know how often we're going to see him, but TKD really is coming into his own more and more. I do like that he's gone away from the like the Taekwondo style of it. Like he can still do some of that stuff, but really. Except in the the gay con or the gay icon, whatever it exactly is, it just it it seems to me it has a better presentation. Do you got any thoughts on that?
2: TKD, TKD. I don't know. I I haven't seen any any. To me, I haven't seen anything super improvement other than like yeah, I like that he has completely got away. Like not completely, but he's gotten far enough away from the the Kwondo thing. Like I like that he's the gay con now, and he's you know, doing his own thing. I think that's a lot better than being a Kwando person. So
0: it was a Tuan pitting TKD for the win. But after the match, big Tuan called out Matt Justice for an absolution match. So this is the first, first of a few matches that were confirmed or announced at this show. Going into this, we had Derek versus Bishop for the Absolute and Intense Championship, uh, Balking Season versus PME for the Tag Team Championship, and Kaplan versus
2: Donst at
0: the end yeah, of yeah.
2: We, we had some hints at some other stuff, but we didn't have anything official until this show. So. Yeah,
0: after uh, this, we got, or we should say, uh, by the end of the show, we have nine matches for Absolution, which I'm guessing is the whole card. Pretty close and I, I will say there was like somebody around me in the crowd that thought Tuan was
2: going to call out Broner. Yeah. I kept hearing that on the audio and I'm like, no, yeah. I like, don't beat him in his first, like big match, like at the, at the Winchester, he put Tuan down. So, I mean, I guess that would make sense, but nah,
0: I mean, there, there could be another, I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch of that down the road. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think it, that's not absolutely not to mention we, we could, See where it was going with with Broner, right? Which we will we'll get to later. But right. uh Justice versus Twan is going to be interesting. I I want to. Are we going to see a more hardcore side of Tuan? Is 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 he going to fucking go against Justice?
2: He's going to have to if he's going to want to win. So, but that's for another preview in another week or two. That uh, that'd be next week. Yeah, yeah, next week.
0: All right. After that, we. Went to intermission. Yep. And uh, we came back from intermission with this Bitcoin boys versus members only versus two infinity beyond, two infinity beyond. Also, another replacement. Uh, no members only. Not no members only, but no bang bros. How do you spell Bitcoin boys? Bitcoin boys. It's all one word B I T C O. I O N B O I capital Z. (laughs) I mean, Eric Taylor made a big deal about it, but I, (laughs) (laughs) this, this is the funny thing. Um, on cage match spelled right. But if you go to their, their last tag match and everything before it, it's the Bitcoin boys.
2: I mean, maybe they got the, uh, the official, uh, um, what the hell is it called? Uh, um, trademark? Trademark? Yeah, maybe they got the official trademark for it, so now they can officially—it's announced officially this version that they were able to trademark. I mean,
0: that's been the the right way to spell it from the beginning.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has absolutely as far as the IZ on the end of boys, uh, but the two, and, two and word one word, uh, word kind of thing kind of throws it. But
0: yeah, it's always been
2: all one word Bitcoin boys.
0: Anyway, like I said, no Bang Bros, but we get to Infinity Beyond.
2: Hell of a replacement for Bang Bros. The uh, premier tag team of AIW. The guys have done it. Done more than any other tag team in AIW. Do you realize? Five times over. Do you you realize
0: that in this match alone, (laughs) there were five AIW tag team title reigns?
2: Not one fucking team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was dope. yes. That's the point of the joke.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: I mean this is kind of what I expected with Bitcoin.
2: Yeah, Eric Taylor came out with a squirt gun and people. And let me tell you that Michelle looked so disgusted by this because uh, I think she got sprayed. I was laughing. I wanted I wanted to tweet her and be like, "You look so disgusted." at him spraying people in the crowd uh, and then I heard like Pam ended up with a squirt gun from from this mm-hmm. and uh, it was wild brawl uh, which I wasn't expecting I was expecting more flippy boy stuff but hey I'll take it uh, there was a lot of great action in this match and uh, this is a really fun way to come back from intermission
0: Pam did tweet this out but I also thought about it too and the fact that her and I who weren't sitting close to each other, like we were sitting on opposite sides of the room. The fact that, you know, the Bitcoin boys went from those hairspray bottles, which they have not had since 20, early 2020, because I don't remember if they had them in Minneapolis. and I know they didn't have them when we came back at the Odeon. And ever since then, they haven't had it. But we go from those to squirt guns. And it, it seemed like a, a funny progression type thing. Like, I know my wording was different from Pam's, but like we had the same idea like, oh, they, they used to do this, but in a, in a different fashion. I mean, not to like skip over the whole match, but a point that I want to bring out later on when Colin got on the mic, and it's so true, it's just AIW has this fucking stack tag division. And I think mm-hmm. if, you, if you are invested in this company, like I, I can't speak for anybody who's never watched it and they have to like sit down and, and watch it, but every tag team means something.
2: If you're invested in this company, please uh buy my AIW coin that I have started. <laughs> <laughs> uh we already have biggins bucks. Well, I'm starting AIW coin. How how many AIW coins do you think you can get for one biggins buck?
0: <laughs> how many how many coins does it take to get a buck? Shouldn't
2: the, the buck be bigger? Uh well because it's just starting, it's point zero 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 two uh of an actual uh biggins buck so you gotta spend lots of money on aiw coin to get to one biggins buck yeah but lots of biggins bucks will buy you lots of aiw coin so is this gonna be your new bit no (laughs) (laughs) it's ran its course i literally was just you know playing around (laughs)
0: um but yeah this, this fucking tag division is awesome and especially when you do have these two young tag teams of Bitcoin Boys and Members Only.
2: Yeah, this this tag division is is super dope. If you like tag wrestling, this is the company for you. You get a lot of it. There's lots of great teams. Like TME isn't even on the card, but like they're a part of this. Like there's so many great teams. It's so fun. And there's probably a few that we're not even thinking of.
0: And potentially <laughs> we might have more with uh,
2: uh when the new students debut. Yeah, yeah, that's just a short couple shows away, man fresh meat. Uh, any thoughts on this match? I was just, like I said, it was a great way to come back from intermission. It was a lot of fun. It kind of got me back into the show after waiting uh, for the extended <laughs> intermission. So uh, I was very um, back into the show at this point. The rest of the show uh, let, led the way through. It was pretty good. So
0: mm-hmm. this match went the way that I thought it did. it would have, especially with two infinity and beyond in the match. I I'm curious of how it would have went with bang bros in there. Cause obviously to infinity beyonds not winning that match unless no i'm kidding um but you have five-time aw champions tag team champions going up against two young teams it's going to make sense that the this polished tag team even at that who have been with each other for longer than both of these teams have wrestled maybe even like combined i'd have to like do the math that they they were, were ready for this so it was uh, Colin pinning Calvin G. Lewis to pick up the win for Two infinity and beyond. And then it
2: was just after- like them. They're 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 not announced for the show or well, <laughs> they were. I guess they technically were announced for the show. I just missed the tweet, but like watching at home, I had no idea they were on the card um, until they came out. So like that happening uh, and I was like, oh, of course, they're going to win <laughs> to infinity and beyond wins. LOL. Yep.
0: But um, a match was thrown down by Colin afterwards. You know, he did put over both tag teams and he put over the division and he said, like, let's run it back one more time, but with another team. So at Absolution 15, we will see two Infinity and Beyond versus Members Only versus Bitcoin Boys versus former AIW tag team champions the Jollyville Fuckets. Yes. So this is where I hope Malcolm or not Malcolm uh Calvin G. Lewis gets pounced <laughs> by his dad.
2: I mean, they they did have the interaction, so uh, a little bit at the uh at Gauntlet, so I was very excited about that. So was I. It was
0: because the only thing I, I don't say I hate about it when it tag teams but when members only music hit, I was like, "Okay, which one is this?" Because I'm going to have two completely different reactions. And it's just, well, one's going to be a little bit more extreme because I want to see fucking Calvin G. Lewis and T-Money. So this this is going to be a uh, pretty fun match. Like of all the uh, matches that we have announced with no title on the line, like this is really interesting. This is also the second match to be announced for Absolution. For on On This Card, that is. All right, let's move on to the next one. Marino Tanaglia versus Chuck Stone. Man, fuck. No no, no offense to Arthur. Fucking Chuck Stone is a star. I fucking love him. Yeah, he is. Like he and I, I know I've said it before, but he brings the presence of Earthquake and whatever version of Fred Ottman you want to use typhoon tugboat shock master but like, he just be brings
2: it and i i fucking love it and the thing he's th- like the shock master when he like just just falls out <laughs> stuff is that what you're talking about that's pretty <laughs> fucked up but, yeah i haven't even seen him do that i mean i saw him with the uh cowboy hat and the kid rock music which was wild but <laughs> that, um like power bomb slam he did to merino on the fucking apron Ugh. we should get a stormtrooper helmet
0: for him oh shit And don't
2: let us know if you want a stormtrooper helmet <laughs> that's glittery we'll make it happen <laughs> just for a one-off that'd be hilarious gotta put the wrestling cheers logo on it though so it's <laughs> gonna be a uh, little trophy after
0: a thing that I love about I loved about this match compared to Arthur and Philly like this was a little bit more intense and it was just both of them really trying to win granted you you get I know you get that with in the other match too, but it was just in a sense watching them try to outdo each other. And um I was actually surprised that Philly didn't try to interfere because I did notice that he came out for commentary because I was right on the corner of the guardrail where I could just look over and see
2: commentary. Yeah, I will admit Marina looked kind of cool. That, that's that's I'll admit that he looked like a cool dude but I still wanted them to get beat up by Chuck stone. So
0: I think PME has really come into their own on being heels.
2: Yeah. They figured it out. It took some time. It took a couple shows, but they figured it out. They did the the music change. Uh, and then it just kind of flowed easily from there. So
0: I think the only thing that like halfway screws it up is the association with Cardona because like in a way it made sense and it worked, but it also, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't seem to stick and they felt like outcast compared to everybody that comes in with Cardona. I I
2: think it's okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Any thoughts on the match?
2: Yeah. That home slash slam on that, on the apron, like I said before, it was fucking gross.
0: Yeah. My fucking jaw dropped. Like when Caden has his reaction where he like stands straight up, like I just, I was doing the same thing, but just sitting down and just my jaw dropped. Like, Oh, fuck. Did he kill him? Obviously, he seemed to be all right, but still it was like, oh, shit. This match went a little over nine minutes on nine, nine minutes and 21 seconds. Uh, Chuck Stone beating Marina via rec- referee stoppage. Let's move on to not the next match, but the next segment of the show. Basically, you got Jocelyn comes out. Yeah, uh, you know, she has kind of like a word, some words she wants to say. Uh, she ends up getting into the camera. And calling out Katie Arquette. So we're we're not done with that. It's going to be two out of three falls at Absolution. Uh, If you want the video, besides going on to, you know, Smartmark, not Smartmark video, but IWTV and watching it, I do have a pretty good clip because it was literally right in front of me uh, on the show. It's only like a little over a minute. Then afterwards, Jocelyn's like going to leave. Pretty Boy Smooth comes out. I think he came through the crowd. And he's like trying to like, you know, shake hands with Jocelyn or whatever and kind of like, hey, you know, we used to be cool and all this shit. Uh, And when Jocelyn fucking you tries to walk away, Smooth fucking knocks her out. Then you get Isaiah Broner coming out to check on Jocelyn and in Broner fashion, he grabs the mic and says, absolution, bitch. So this is the first time on camera in AIW, we are acknowledging that Broner and Jocelyn are in a relationship.
2: Which if you've follow either of them on twitter you would know so <laughs> twitter
0: instagram whatever but it's one of those things that you know suspending our disbelief and all this kind of stuff
2: you know right they're doing their own thing in the company so it's like they're not
0: yeah like they were they were never crossing paths but now you have a story to be told of you know we, we used to have 40 acres and remember when you wanted burner and 40 acres Yes, I really did want Broner and 40 Acres, but <laughs> they decided to end it. But um, you had 40 Acres going, and, you know, really the last two members were Jocelyn and Smooth. They kind of went their separate ways, and then you had Broner, a debut, like, shortly after. And granted, they were never shown, like, together, you know, on the show, but it's one thing that like, yeah, we knew. So I kind of I kind of think that there's there's a way they could go with that with a storyline with this, but I think it's it's definitely going to be more like look at all the opportunities Brunner has gotten in AIW, and here's Pretty Boy Smooth, who's a former tag team champion, a former absolute loot champion, and is getting unannounced matches, and he's getting like scrambles, like he wants some fucking respect. So that confirms in this segment two matches. Yes. For uh, Absolution Broner versus Smooth and Jocelyn versus Katie Arquette. Two out of three falls. Let's move on to the next one. Jackson Stone versus Dominic Guarini. I'm hoping that after all of this, like we still see Jackson Stone in AIW. I think he does fit. And Thorne even thinks that he's gotten a lot better over the past handful of years. And... I would agree. Thoughts? Yeah, I,
2: the, I really like their series of matches. They had, um, this one was fucking excellent. I really enjoyed this one. Dom, Dom really, uh, made Jackson stone look like a million bucks and it was good stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I like where we're going here kind of with this story in this group, but we are going to get some sort of conclusion potentially at absolution
2: with something out of it not what either of us wanted but
0: uh yeah <laughs> uh it was dominic greenie pinning jackson stone for the win i think kind of what i thought i don't f- remember did i p- don't know if i picked jackson stone because I, I just more or less thought this match was going to end with dom on the mic saying the match for absolution so i was right there but we were we were both wrong on what you had it right that it was going to be a singles match but not the kind of match that you thought yeah we will see dominic garini versus casey carrington the fourth at absolution in a dog collar match
2: so i wonder what the other stipulations were because dom kind of hinted that there were stipulations in this uh match with jackson stone that led to implications with absolution one of them being the dog collar match with with himself and casey uh, did that also mean that Jackson Stone and Brian Carson are banned from ringside for that? Uh, hopefully we'll find out about that. Cause um, I mean, if they're not, then kind of we've seen where it's gone before. Like this isn't going to conclude with that then. So,
0: yeah, that's true. Unless there is some sort of insurance policy from Dom that makes sure that Casey and Jackson Stone don't interfere or you, you Not Casey, but uh, Carson and Jackson Stone don't interfere. So I'm not sure. All right. After that, we got into the main event. Derek Dillinger and the Duke versus Wes Barkley and Joshua Bishop. Obviously, with uh, Derek and the Duke, Ziggy was
2: ringside. Yes. And she did interfere throughout the match. Oh, yeah. Any thoughts on this match as a whole? Uh, I was another one that kind of like they they brawled into the crowd and stuff again, which uh kind of figured was going to happen. Um, so it was kind of, you know, a little bit, not so much a repeat of, of the three-way tag match, but like, you know, they did some crowd brawling and stuff like that. Um, they did, uh, you know, bring some stuff together for like, you know, the finals, uh, towards the final end with everything. And then uh, Duke, um, surprisingly, uh, getting the win instead of either of the uh josh bishop or derek dillinger uh, which i kind of figured might happen now uh, they might give it to the the other two to kind of figure out and not the two guys that are gonna face off at absolution in the main event for the for the belts but yeah you yeah, uh, know we're definitely
0: saving that match like we, we got a little bit of it but you want to save a bulk of that for
2: oh absolutely absolution right So we got that little preview. We got a little preview of uh, uh, some other stuff that, you know, we'll talk about here in a minute. But, like, yeah, it was just, you know, what what I kind of figured for them. Yeah, the Duke pinned Wes for the
0: win, which does set up into uh, another match. Because Wes ended up grabbing the mic and says he wants a one-on-one match with the Duke at Absolution.
2: And if you listened to last week's show, you would know that I kind of talked about that being a possibility. So... Very proud of myself for that one. That's one of the rare times I'll get something right.
0: I'm happy you got something right on the show. Thank you. Good boy.
2: So (laughs) Finally. It only took me how long.
0: So with that, like I said, we have nine matches for Absolution. We got Big Tuan versus Matt Justice. The Duke versus Wes Barkley. Dominic Greeney versus Casey Carrington in a dog collar match. Kaplan versus Donst. Jocelyn Navarro versus Katie Arquette in a two out of three falls match. Isaiah Broner versus Pretty Boy Smooth, Tag four-way match with Bitcoin Boys, members only, Two Infinity and Beyond and the Jollyville Fuckets, Bulking Season versus PME for the AIW tag team titles, and Derek Dillinger versus Joshua Bishop for the AIW Absolute and Intense Championships. Also appearing on Absolution, we got Matt Cardona relinquishing and the title
2: John well johnny Gargano will be in attendance he may yeah. not be on the show itself but boy he got really really so <laughs>
0: he's gonna be there yeah so let's say like kind of like i'm just oh.
2: throwing it out there i'm trying to you know <laughs> help hype help will pipe the show i was going more for uh
0: segments that we will see because uh, i mean we got a graphic so like there's going to be something I
2: thought, cool. you were, I thought you were trying to do the uh excalibur uh show rundown as quick as possible <laughs> that he does at the end of uh dynamite every week <laughs> follow the match on pitcher and pitcher
0: <laughs> but yeah so I, I i think we'll we'll that's another segment for absolution i'm curious of how that's gonna go or whether maybe cardona like he comes out at the beginning of the main event and relinquishes the titles that way
2: kind maybe of he'll be the special guest referee i don't know
0: maybe then the production joins the broski brigade
2: no no <laughs> please no <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm going to repeat this again because I've, I've fucking said it before because I heard I was maybe I should say not even just heard I was in some conversations about Cardona prior up uh, right before this show. I think a lot of people think that like the quote Cardona fans are going to go away after this. No, I think there is a really bad uh, illusion in people's head. That they think like all these quote bad fans are there because of Cardona. Are, like, are they potentially? But I don't think it's like the diehard Cardona fans. I think what we're seeing is the people that were coming for Cardona are the same people that are going to come for any other big name that is mentioned. Because at, you know, the Dan Housen show last year, I heard some some shit behind me that most people would be like, oh, that's a Cardona fan. But yeah, Cardona wasn't on that show. So either Cardona fans are showing up to other shows, or my theory is that there's a, just a type of fan that shows up when Cardona's there, and they're going to show up when other people are there too. Like, the, like those fans are not going to necessarily go away unless it's a bad show, and AIW keeps bringing in names. Like, you think the Cardona fans, quote unquote, aren't showing up for Gargano? The, the quote Cardona fans would have showed up if they knew Britt Baker was going to be there while well, well, Cardona was there too hell on earth there's going to be a big guest i don't know what it is i'm not saying like it's a scoop but just there's normally something big for hell on earth let's just say the big guest for that show is it won't be be him i'm just throwing somebody out orange cassidy those fucking fans are showing up for orange cassidy or if it was or if it was wardlow or mj if it's people who weren't coming before because they didn't know who these people were but now because of uh aew or just people going to wwe and and leaving and showing up at independent shows i are like oh i can go here to meet them so yeah i'm i'm a firm believer like this this isn't necessarily going anywhere because the problem isn't cardona's fans it's just the type of fans that he
2: attracts but also other people will attract too yeah i had to explain to somebody on uh facebook that they did not need another ticket to i seen that Johnny Gargano, and it's just because one person randomly said, "Oh, maybe you need this," and it's like, so then the guy was convinced that was the case. It's like, holy shit, it's not that confusing, buddy. Like they didn't mention it, so obviously that's not the fucking case. Like, shit,
0: like you don't need another ticket to meet him, but you need to pay for the meet and greet
2: type thing, All right?
0: Yeah, right. you don't have to go through a different service to do that. Like that's gonna be like a day of the show type thing, like when you're there. Yeah, I seen that because I was. When when that uh, ad pops up on my feed, I'll look at the comments and just see what what people are saying. A lot of you know people tagging, and then I happen to see like that one, and you were like, um, "Yeah, like no, that's not that's not what it is." But it says that it's the meet and greets before doors open. How does that work? Well, are they they're going to like have a thing where people can come in and just do the meet and greet early, and like you go back out in line. So like technically the doors aren't open.
2: Right. Just comments on stuff, guys. Like I, I'm so, I know. Some of these people may never have been to an indie show. That's fine. Um, That's, it's not an indie show common sense thing. It's just a common sense of read the words. Like the make sense of the words. Like it's obviously they have something planned. If if it starts a half hour before the show and the doors open at a certain time, like it it starts at a half hour before the doors open, there's obviously something in place to where you'll get the meet and greet, but you won't be in the, where the ring is or something like calm down. Like holy shit.
0: I wonder if for the Gargano meet and greet, they're just going to open up that back part again like for uh, Rubber City Con.
2: I wasn't there for Rubber City Con so I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay you know we're, okay imagine you are about to walk into Tadmore. You, okay. You walk through those sets of doors uh-huh. you, you walk forward towards the the main part of the, the building and then how you would turn left to go down that hall for the restroom like you yeah before you turn right at the dead end there's another room past that wall that they have kind of like, kind of not necessarily boarded up, but they have it to where like, we, there's nothing in there right now. But for Rubber City Con, that was opened up and there was like a few meet and greets there. Because that's, that's the way I can think of, they can do a meet and greet early, unless it's like, we can try to like get you in early. Because I now with with us being on or AIW, being on IWTV, uh, we, we don't have that same benefit from Hey Yo. To when there was this giant line for Scott Hall, rest in peace. But they were able to like go through that giant line. This is going to be a little, a little bit trickier. And, and this isn't like a normal guy coming back to AIW. This is a guy who was in WWE for a while. So that's a lot more people going, Oh shit, Johnny Gargano. Oh, he's an Akron. Fuck. I got, I, I need to go to that. So yeah, definitely going to be, they'll be trying to get people in and out. So yeah.
2: They'll have something figured out. Like it's, it'll be fine. All right. Uh, that's the show. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Yeah. Check out uh, if you catch my grift, um, an IWTV guide. It's two other podcasts that I produce slash host. Um, we are selling a t shirt with all pro fun, um well pro funds all proceeds going to uh abortion care. Um, and you can get that at if you catch my It's a awesome black shirt with a match on the front uh, right pocket uh, area. And then on the back, it's a uh, art picture of the Supreme court on fire. So uh, do your, do us all a favor, go uh, get that shirt. It's awesome. I am supporting a good cause for it. And um, you can check me out on Twitter at uh, Charlie underscore butters uh, where I will be uh, posting about that shirt a bunch and other things. So yeah, that's it. And of course, you can
0: find myself at Jay Summers 330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose a desire, wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. To your are ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers. com. Check out our podcast friends such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Gameworks Podcast, Powerbomb Jutsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds with Wrestling, Marks with Mike's X over podcast. This ends at prom and porch talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as thrift store jobber, the savage dash, the mystery men, Redline radio, mouse's wrestling adventures, VHS party tonight on Instagram, heart of gold, toy. Ohio toy show, time capsule toys, stay tough, Smoke and Jay's barbecue. And remember you can use promo code cheers for a discount on your order. JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And it's on to Absolution, baby. Later. <laughs>